Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to Season 5, Episode 18 of the Struggles of Life Podcast, Finding Purpose in the Midst of Your Struggles, and I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. Hey, another week we are back, joined together virtually uh, through the airwaves. Hey, it don't matter, man. Real family is connected no matter what, you know what I mean? So, um, as always, it's an honor to to uh, be presented before you as we come together in the name of Jesus um, and just really learn from scripture how it applies to our everyday life like this is not a book of the Bible isn't like a book of many different stories or fairy tales and and you know all this non-fiction whatever you know what I mean like no this is this is truly like this happened and all the stories that that is in the bible like it it relates to us or should i say like our lives today relates to most if not all of the stories that's in this book you know what i mean like it's a reason why it's it's called the bible basic instructions before leaving earth um it, it's, it's it's just it's just real you know what i mean like and it really helps us and and just do great work in us more than we can imagine you know what i mean because it's more than just knowledge that we're learning it's more than just history that we're learning you know what i mean so um you know, we definitely want to take this, take this um, God's inspired words to heart, to reality, right? So, okay, so this is episode eighteen of a series that we're in, and I, I believe this might be the last episode. I think, um, I'm not sure. But if this, if it is, you know, obviously, you know, God will let me know because I only bring forth what, um, what he instructed me to do so pertaining it. So, um, in case it is either way, the, today's title is um, Accept to Save, Accept to save except to save last week we talked about how Joseph how he forgave his brothers how he released them and by him releasing them from the wrong that they did to him he then freed them So this week, we're going to see how he, how he accept them. And looking at our lives, when we release individuals, we're, we're not only freeing them from the offense that they committed against us, but it also frees God to work through us. Not that he needed our permission. But our obedience 
is very necessary in this process. So we free God to to do his work through us if it if it's his will to free those individuals who have wronged us to then accepting them, embracing them. So then we won't neglect but save them if that's his will. So yeah, let's go ahead and uh cover a few verses here and uh we'll kind of elaborate briefly and go ahead and close this thing out. I believe we left off at let's pick up at uh, Genesis 45 verse 8. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, Lord of his entire household and ruler of all of Egypt. Ooh, excuse me. Forgive me. It's 5.40 in the morning over here in the U.S., Dallas, Texas. Um, now hurry back to my father and say to him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all you have. I will provide for you there. Because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded me in Egypt. Ugh, hold on, back up now. Tell my father about all the honor accorded me in Egypt and about everything you have seen. And bring my father down here quickly. This is where he um, accepts them. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept. And Benjamin embraced him weeping. And he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards, after his brothers talked with them. So, from Genesis 45, um, Genesis 45, verse 4, then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now... Do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. So he reminded them. It wasn't even really a reminding them of what the, what they did, but more so like letting them know, like, it's really me. It's really your brother. And. And the way he let them know that was by w what they did because nobody knew about that but them. So he, he 
let it be known that it's really me. And then that's when he went to, he, he like let them know. And then he like, I release you of that. I forgive you. I release you from, from what you did. Right. And he let them know that it's okay because it was God that sent me ahead of you so I can save lives. So he released them. And then it's like now he accepting them. Look, check this out. It's about five, five more years of famine coming. So come here and I will provide for them. I mean, for you. So now he accepted them so he can now save them. Because when we don't accept the individuals who have wronged us, and it could be in different different ways we accept them. We can let them know, like, you know, it's all good, man. Like, I, I know what you did. Like, what you did, yeah, it was foul. But it's all good. Like, I mean, I'm past that. Let mo let's move past that. You know what I mean? Like, I still got love for you. You know what I mean? Like, so that it's releasing them. Like, we still brothers. Like, we still, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just forgiving them in that moment and letting them know, like, like I still rock with you. Now, at the same time, like, like, we can accept them without fooling with them like that again because we learn our lesson. But we letting them know it ain't no love loss. Like if you still need me, I got you. If I got it, you got it. You know what I mean? It's still accepting them in that moment. So it's like a further freeing them. Like showing them like, like we good, like for real. You know what I mean? Like, let's move past that. Like, we was young. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Like, whatever the scenario is. So when, so when we, when we are willing to forgive them, it's a process. Sometimes it's not as it's not easy. But when we're willing to forgive them, we're freeing up God to do His work in in and through us on their behalf. And then it's like when we reach that place of forgiveness, like where, where, where we accept them, like it's still our love. You know what I mean? Like God, we may not know what they need in that moment. We may not know what they're going to need in that moment. And if it's God's will for, for, for him to bless them through us by letting them know, like, like, it ain't no love loss. I still got you. If I got it, you got it. You know what I mean? Like, or like whatever that saving look like. But when we don't forgive and release the individuals who have wronged us, then we won't accept them. So, yeah, because of what you did, like, yeah, that was foul. Like, I can't mess with you like that no more. Like, you can't call me for nothing. Like, you burnt your bridge with me. So it's like we can know that they're in need, but because we won't accept them because of what they did, 
oftentimes we neglect them. And in in the natural sense, because of what they did, like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's justified in our natural man thinking. It's justified. But what if God did us like that? Man, I mean, we like we fall short of his glory every day. You know what I mean? Like, so what if God chose not to accept us for what we do every single day and what what we've been doing since the beginning when we knew better? What if he turned his back on us? So rightfully, we like we don't have the right to be like, I'm writing you off to a point where I'm not willing to help you if God put it on my heart to. How do we expect, expect God to bless us, to have favor of us, to deliver us, be there for us when we really need? If we're not willing to do the same thing for our brothers and sisters. And, you know, it's in the Bible. Like, we can't expect God to forgive us if we're not forgiving each other. You know what I mean? Like, but, like, this message right here is not the, you know, like, to hit you over the head. Because I'm I'm included in this. You know what I mean? Like, God just using me to pre present this. Not to you, but to us. Because I can speak this all day long, but if you do the wrongdoing, it's going to be hard to forgive you. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be hard to let it go. But I do know and understand how important it is and, and like, it's, it's imperative that I do. So this is a brother-to-brother -brother talk. You know what I mean? Like, brother-to-sister talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's very important for us to like forgive those individuals because where we're choosing to hold on to it. Yeah. It'll keep us living in the past, but God can't do that great work in us and with us through us and for us, but because we're not forgiving one another. So again, ask God to soften your heart to help you forgive and release those individuals. And from there, ask God to, in that same, throughout that same process, ask him to help you to be willing to accept them. So if it, so if it's his will for, to be free to do his will and his work through you to save them when that time come that you will be ready. You know what I mean? Because last time I checked, we was all sinners. So somebody sinned against us. I mean, we have to forgive them because we are sinners and we were in need of a savior. So we needed Jesus Christ to become a living, to become a sacrifice for us. Perhaps they're going to need us to be a sacrifice for them in a sense of 
It could be monetary. Like I, 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 I have, I have this to take care of. Like I can't, I don't have it all of what you need, but here go a little something that'll help you. You know what I mean? Like, or they're like whoever that God put on your heart to help. Maybe they having issues at home or issues like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they need a, they need to, they need a room for the night. They need a, a bed for the night and you have an extra bed or you got an extra couple of dollars where you can get them a room for the night. Anything. It's all about being willing to, willing to do it because we have no idea when we're not willing to do it. For one, how bad they're really going through it. And to what point? Because suicide is real these days on a whole nother level. Perhaps you saying yes to them. Like truly saving their lives because you was there or I was there last result. What if we turn them away and we can actually do it? We can actually help. We can actually be there for them. But because what they did, because we're not willing to forgive them, because we're not willing to let let it go, because they burnt that their bridge with us, we're like, nah, I ain't going to be able to do it. Then next you... No, you get a phone call. Maybe they didn't do it to themselves. Maybe they were just, they needed to just take a walk. Or they needed to vent. And the wrong person, and the person pushed their buttons at the wrong time. And he completely, or she completely snapped out. And killed them. Now they're spending the rest of their lives in prison. When all you had to do, or all I had to do, is pick up the phone and call them. When they text and said, "Call me when you get a chance. It's an emergency." Or I really need to talk to you right now. Or hit me up. Or anything. Any scenario. We wasn't. Willing to accept them. So we neglected them. It cost them their lives. Or it cost them their marriage. It cost them. You know. Um, like anything. Sometimes. We just need a few words of wisdom, a few words of hope, a few words of encouragement, advice, or even just an ear, lending an ear for them to vent. But we ain't trying to hear it. Because all they do is lie. You can't believe nothing they say.
I know you'd have met someone. I know you. I know you know someone like that. But let's just ask God to help us forgive and release them, because it's twofold. When we do that for them, we're also doing it for ourselves. Because now we release them for, from, from what they did. Now we can fully release and move forward in our lives. It's twofold. So let's, let's pray for that release. And that, and, and accepting them. So we can free them, then be willing to save them. Whatever God's will is. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Many of us struggle with forgiveness because we feel like they don't deserve it. We feel like because of what they did and some cases we don't we don't feel like we deserve to be forgiven for what we did that's the talk of the enemy lord that's the talk of the devil manipulating us deceiving us because he want that wedge to be between us and you And if he know he can play on our minds, our emotions, have us feeling shameful, we won't come to the, we won't come to you, or because we won't we we're not willing to forgive them. He know that you won't be willing to be there for us when it comes down to forgiveness. So right now we lay at your throne of grace. And we ask that you will forgive us for the wrong that we did to others. Forgive us for not being willing to forgive our brothers and sisters who have wronged us. Help us to forgive and let that go right now. Work on our hearts. Work on our minds. And may it come out in our speech, letting them know even before we speak to them that we forgive you telling ourselves I forgive you because if you forgive us no one people that are close to us the devil no one have the right to hold that offense against us because you have forgiven us and we thank you for that. And help us do the same for the individuals who have wronged us. And let them know it's okay. We good. We just got caught in the moment. Due to life situation and circumstances, you felt like that was the best thing. Whatever the scenario is, help us release them. So if it's your will to come back to free them, to save them, 
because we're willing to accept them. Let your will be done for the glory of your name. And may we be a reflection of who you are, your character. Integrity, faithfulness. Displaying patience, the fruit of the spirit. And love. Because you are love. And we are your children. Help us demonstrate that more. Starting now. By being willing. To forgive them. We thank you for who you are. Oftentimes we get caught up in what you can do. But we want to thank you for who you are. Because of what you do is a reflection of your character. Please renew our minds, our our hearts. So we can reflect you and who you are. It's not going to be perfect. It's okay. Because in Christ we're made perfect because of what he did. And it is Christ, it is you who's living inside of us. May the Holy Spirit empower us to be that reflection every day. And even if we make a mistake, not to shy away from you, but to come near to you, to repent, ask for forgiveness, so we can keep that fellowship with you and we can continue moving forward, living a life that glorifies you as a living sacrifice. So we can be there for our brothers and sisters to show them that it's possible. To show them the life that you have, that we have in you, that it's possible for them. All they have to do is come to you forward. Their free gift of salvation. It's free and it's to them as well. It's available to them. That all they have to do is just come to you. That you offer it to all. It's available to all. And may in that moment, right now in this moment, that we come to you for that free gift of salvation. Acknowledging that you laid down your life on a cross for us. That you died for us. That you were buried for us. And that you also rose on the third day for us. Because where we was deserving death, you died for us. And you rose. You resurrected. And now we can live. But that is only found in you. So we thank you, Lord, as we close this series. I feel it in my spirit that it, this is the final episode of the series. We thank you for the word. I pray that, that we all got something that's, that will help us where we are in life now and will help us moving forward as we go through the struggles of life because you're taking us somewhere. Tailor this thing out to each and every one of us where we are. 
because you always meet us where we are. You're already there. We just get to that point. So as we close this series out, I pray that you will guide us, move us in a direction and that we are willing, more than willing, to a point that we are obedient to allow you to lead us. Because now we choose to live a life for you, live a life that glorifies you, live a life that honors you, that pleasures you. So we can be an example and win souls all over wherever we are, however you need us to. Because we are being a reflection of you. And when people see us, they like, oh, it's something special about it. What is it about you, your, your countenance? And we can point them to the King, Jesus Christ, you. And they, that we live a life in such a way that they like, oh, I want some of that. Only to learn that they want you. And in that moment, they receive you. And choose to live for you. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Family, it was an honor. I got to run. Got to go. I love you guys. Know that we were call for a purpose it's time for us to start walking in that calling while living out our purpose in jesus name you guys stay blessed i love you peace